0: Welcome back, friends. You are tuned into the Bones Brigade audio show. I am Larry, and with me as always is Matt. Matt, how are you, sir?
1: Excellent, man. Recovered from uh, long days on the road and in the air. Yeah, about, that was Just about back
0: great. to normal. Yeah, getting back to normal here, too. So uh, here we are, episode 43, and we thought we would recap our trip and our adventures to California to attend SkaterCon. Yeah. So here we are. But before we dig into that, I figure uh, any hot topics, any anything fun we want to mention here at the top of the show?
1: Well, there's a few things that caught my eye, uh, and that is a few new uh, shirts that Powell rolled out. The Mike Fraser Yellow Man t-shirt.
0: Uh, okay. That's his pro-model graphic. And a
1: few, yeah. the I Yellow Man, always, that's
0: what it's called?
1: That's what they call it. Yeah, they call it the Yellow Man, which, you know. I don't know if that's cool or not exactly, but that's what it's called.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think we speculated on the graph, like a superhero or a Superman. Or oh, yeah. Something. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yellow man. That's what it's called on the skate one site. So that was pretty
1: cool. And also the Chris Sen cop, baton cop mm-hmm. has a shirt selection out now, which I thought was pretty awesome.
0: So that's cool. That's a great graphic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of little things. looks like there's some all new decks coming down the line. Nice blue dip Mike V, which is looking good. Mike nice. V elephant. Nice. Pink, pink, hot pink parawellander freestyle oh, wow. board with the with the runes in the background. Uh-huh. My jam. I'd have to get one of those just to hang on the wall. For the yeah. shop. For the shop, man. Yeah. It's all I got really.
0: That's cool. Yeah. What about Wait, you? Yesterday I saw like Four fifths of Skate Voltron was signing the Bones Brigade experience decks.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I that looks pretty cool. And, uh, and and Rodney were missing.
0: From yeah, they're photos. coming up. They're going to do it a little later, or whatever. Yeah. But I was wondering, are those the boards for the people that just mail ordered the board that aren't attending the event? Could can you mail order the board? And not I thought you the could events? just order a board. Yeah, I, think I don't think could. so.
1: No, I think those are only for the attendees. I could be wrong.
0: No, Maybe I think I'd... you could order a board really but, yeah but it was for charity oh. but i was thinking like if you were going <laughs> to the event wouldn't you want to like here's your board go get them the sign, you know for like well
1: they're signing they, it yeah they're all, they're all pre-signed oh you know, see
0: pre-signed. you i would want to go and like have an interaction and ha- be there and have them sign it yeah you know? i guess we're, they're signing them the yeah that's that why i thought it, this was probably the like the mail order boards no clue you. dude uh.
1: no idea yeah. It was a massive amount of boards, though. The entire flat bottom of the yeah. the birdhouse ramp was covered in folding tables. Not that's a a wide ramp. It's not like it's a yeah, that you know, crazy feet wide or anything. Yeah, so yeah.
0: yeah, that was an impressive sight. And the board, I thought the boards looked a little cooler when they were signed. It was kind of like filled out a little more, mm-hmm. you know. Because it's, yeah, it's almost like they left just left room for the signature. Yeah, I think it's very calculated how it was yeah. laid out and stuff.
1: Yeah, I I dig it. I dig it. Reminds me of the 89 world tour jacket. Yes. Yeah. Just
0: on a skateboard. Yep, I'm a fan. So Tony Hawk was on back in August, the fly on the wall podcast. And this is like a history of Saturday night live podcast uh, hosted by Dana Carvey and David Spade. So to be a guest on the show, you have to have been on Saturday night live at, at some point, which Tony Hawk qualifies for. I think he was on there for about 15 seconds. But if you put Tony Hawk and David Spade in the same room, you know where the conversation is going to go. And Absolutely. that is Police Academy 4. <laughs> and they discuss stuff that, you know, that we know about that we've mentioned on several episodes. We've talked about Police Academy 4. And then we have the our great episode with Lance totally digging into it. But there's one thing they mentioned that for me was like a new some new information. So I thought I would share that here. Okay, which is so we know that Hawk and and Mountain double backer and Spade, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what Tony mentions is that Lance and 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 Tony had auditioned for actually for those roles, to not just be the stunt double skater stunt doubles, but to be the actors in the film. So any like so really? if, so any scenes where you saw Spade and Backer that could have been Hawk and Mountain like doing the wow the act, even when they're not skating like you know being the citizens on patrol, <laughs> but I guess they weren't they weren't they didn't get the they didn't get the gig but you know they got the stunt gigs but they didn't get you the know I, I
1: think they would have done a great job in that role because like you know Lance could cl- you know Oof clown it up, it up yeah, yeah totally and yeah that would have been awesome in that role yeah
0: that was really cool so that was one little tidbit of new information that I learned that I thought that was pretty cool.
1: How funny. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. So, and that was it. That's all I, Oh, you watched the uh, Cedar crest ramp documentary a couple nights ago. I did. Yeah. That's how was kind it? How of was that? Not
1: Really? Yeah. It was awesome, man. Hey, have you guys, have you, have you seen it yet?
0: I haven't watched it yet.
1: It's on Tubi. I don't know if it's anywhere else at the moment. So for anyone that wants to watch it, if you're listening to this now it's on Tubi where it will be in the future. Only God only knows. But, <laughs> yeah, it's called uh, Blood and Steel, and it's the uh, Cedar Crest Vert Ramp documentary. I, maybe it's, what, like 10 years old now or something like that? I'd never seen it. Okay. But it's awesome.
0: I got to so check awesome. it out. Yeah.
1: That ramp, it was always like, it was one of those ones that uh, reminded me of the chin ramp and just how, like, crazy it looked, like, with all those catwalks going around it, yeah, and, you know, it was like, yeah it was just so well built it just looked so like perfect you know compared to like vert ramps of the day that were usually like you know some were good a lot of them were just super sketchy you know where it was just like you could see you know it was built by like 13 year olds or whatever but this one was like always back in the day You look at it you're like holy shit look at that like pool coping steel huge all these like yeah like little seating areas deck. and observation yeah. decks and everything Oh, it's insane man that's cool. what a great it's a great documentary i gotta man.
0: check it out yeah, yeah Tubi's awesome if you if you have tubi if anyone doesn't know tubi it's just like a free streaming app that's probably included on your smart tv or whatever yeah but if you just type in skateboard there's all kinds of great stuff that tons of up. stuff yeah tons so the, the trans world videos Transworld world video the dog town doc mm-hmm. uh The Bones Brigade doc is on there if you need to watch that. And there's a really cool uh, skateboarder magazine documentary that I watched recently. Ah,
1: yeah. I didn't see that one yet, but I saved it. So there you go. But yeah, I was surprised by how much was on there. It's tons of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, highly recommend it. Blood and Steel. Go watch it and, and, uh, you know, get psyched to not (laughs) skatevert. All right. I'm going to go drop in on a three and a half foot mini ramp and pretend like I'm
0: blaze blue in <laughs> there you go all right so we should we uh dig into our trip a little bit here i guess let's do it yeah so we originally had talked about going to skater Con last year but the show was pretty new so we thought maybe we'd wait till this year and then so we booked it when did we book the the tent or the booth or whatever that was back in june a few I think? months ago yeah, yeah, yeah. midsummer. yeah, yeah we got finally
1: out. just decided had... to go ahead and pull the trigger on it
0: yeah we got the work request off so here we go
1: <laughs> so i think that was part of the problem with 2022 also it was just too it was coming up too quick and yeah we just like, didn't, there was just not enough time, no time. yeah yeah get anything done yeah
0: so day one of our trip what time did you get up on the on the first on Thursday? Dude, three in the morning, or something oh my like God. that. And then you yeah. went, went down to the airport. Went to the airport. Yeah. I flew, so
1: I got on a no. I got up at five, what time did I get up? Four in the morning. My flight out was at six. Or something wow. Like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six thirty. It was gnarly, dude. I mean, it was like, I, I don't, I, I'm a pretty early bird anyway, but like I'm an early bird for every day, except for when I have to be up early. And then I'm like, I want to hit the snooze button, I'm like I never, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, it was a,
1: it was an early one.
0: So the plan was we were going to road trip to California. So Matt flew from St. Louis to Dallas, Texas, and I was going to drive two hours North to get Matt, so i left my house about 7 a.m i dropped the kids off at school and then just continued on my way and it Mm -hmm. timed out perfectly
1: it was you couldn't have planned it better because i don't know if you guys have ever flown into dallas fort worth airport but it is a monstrously huge terrifyingly complex labyrinth of gates and trams and these like you know monorail that you have to go it's so massive i've had to connect at dallas so many times and it's just such a nail biter because if you ever have a layover in dallas like a one-hour layover anywhere else is no problem a one-hour layover in dallas it's like by the time you get off the plane and get on the tram and find your gate and i mean it's just a it's crazy so yeah you know i was kind of going like all right well, well i'll get there and then i'll Figure out where Larry is at and we'll just meet up somehow, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that was just like I'll we'll just cross that bridge and we come to it. And luckily,
0: uh, Larry just happened to pull
1: right up to the gate that I was arriving at.
0: And yeah, uh, that was crazy because yeah. I've been to a lot of airports, I haven't been to all the airports, but you know, they're all kind of laid out the same. You come onto the property and then there's a split here you know, arrivals and departures, departures, yep, and then you know. So I'm looking for that kind of situation. And the first thing I was presented with, it looked like a, a big toll plaza, like on the, on the highway. Like I was like, I'm still like two miles from the airport. Like (laughs) this is this massive, you know, like 20 booth wide, like get the tickets. So, and then another mile down the road, I'm presented with like four off ramps, you know, terminal ABCD. And I was just like, Whoa, I don't even know. And then, so I just, whatever lane I was in, I just got sucked into the flow of traffic and I ended up at terminal A. And then I think you had landed. So I texted you, and you know, like what terminal are you at? And then were you at B? I think it was. I don't remember. Yeah. I can't remember you were, either, but- you,
1: I just came, walked out and there you were. I mean, we were basically right there.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So then you're like, I'm at terminal so-and-so. So then I just asked Siri how to get there. And then she, <laughs> she took me there. And, and then I pulled up to the curb and, literally five seconds later you walked out the door <laughs> and there we were it's good stuff man yeah so what did we do we did then we just got in the car we, we just hit drove. the road right
1: so yeah like you know this was you know going doing this was a learning experience in, in what we could
0: do we know how to do it better we next know time. how to
1: do it better next time i'm glad we did the road trip because i i honestly have never driven through the southwest before and i'd never seen Uh, I've flown over it many times, but I've never driven through it. So I never really got to see a lot of that desert, you know, topography, you know, up close and personal. And you get plenty of it on that drive. So it was fun. But yeah, we just very beautiful. Yeah. We hit the road. We stopped at uh, Cadillac Ranch.
0: Yeah. Badass. Yeah. So that was in Amarillo. So eventually I think we had stopped. Also, (laughs) I was going to mention that like that tire light came on. Oh, shit. kind of like yeah. right at the beginning of the trip Dude, so, yeah yeah we're like so, a
1: half, 45 minutes into this drive in the middle
0: of nowhere like low tire pressure <laughs> light comes low tire. <laughs> on and i was just like oh no so we pull over and we inspect like every, everything looks fine nothing's flat we don't hear any hissing we go All to good. the next gas station we top off the tires just in case and then the I light
1: a, i bought you a uh
0: Oh, uh, pressure gauge. I bought gauge.
1: you a tire pressure gauge and yeah. the, the pilot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you can't not have a tire pressure gauge, man. It doesn't work like that.
0: Yeah. So I, I went, I drove, you know, I've been driving automobiles for 35 years and then I had like two flat tires in, in that entire time. And then I moved to Texas and I've probably had 75 flat tires. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> so I got ne- I was just like, oh no, what are we going to do? But Nothing was wrong. It was and now, fine. Now that I'm yeah. back home, no, no light. Not so doing we had it. This light on the whole. Maybe it just the car took the car out of my local scene and it just didn't know what to do. But yeah, now maybe. it's it's non-existent. Yeah. But eventually we made it out to Amarillo, Texas. We had lunch at a roadside uh, sub shop, and uh, we did. We dude, we barely ate on the, We didn't sleep. We didn't eat. We I'm telling going. you, I've
1: never eaten less in my life. I know. We had like on that trip, like the day of skater con i didn't i forgot to Like, literally just forgot to eat anything and it was like what was it like 4 30 or something like that i'm like shit man i should get some food
0: yeah i'm <laughs> I, feeling kind of dizzy and weak I, yeah <laughs> yeah no sleep no food
1: we did stop for a sandwich though and then uh yeah
0: then yeah. another mile or two down the road was the cadillac ranch and if you don't know what that is you've probably seen photos or video this is like 10 cadillacs buried nose down like half the car is buried maybe just the hood i guess and then the uh yeah seating area and the and the trunks are like sticking up mm-hmm. in the air it's just kind of like this uh, it's very engine.
1: like easter island but you know yeah, or stonehenge kind stonehenge, of Stonehenge, yeah. yeah and i had
0: cool. driven by it you can see it like right from the freeway and i'd driven by many times i'd always wanted to stop yeah but, so this trip i needed to sneak in a couple uh it little was awesome. touristy things. Yeah, it was it windy, was super windy. Cool. Super oh, windy. so windy! Yeah,
1: like it was like being in a, I don't know, like in a NASA test mm-hmm. <laughs> blasting room where you're just getting just pummeled. Yeah. But the coolest thing about Cadillac Ranch was the uh, they sell spray paint there. They encourage you to go spray paint the cars, and these cars had been spray painted to such an absurd degree that there was like literally like layer upon layer it was, it was like, like, like 18 inches of tumors paint. of just spray paint that were just like it was crazy i'd never seen anything like it i guess before. the
0: sun had like melted it because some of them had like these big blobs of paint like kind of kind of down off the side oh, yeah the weirdest thing man yeah. super fun though yeah yeah we didn't really stay there too long because you know we had we had miles to put down we did but yeah i was very happy to be able to just see that real quick yep super cool yep and then we just kept on driving. We ended up in Gallup, New Mexico for the night. We stayed at a little red roof inn. And it was already dark. It was late. What time do you think we got there? Like 10, 10 PM o'clock, maybe? 10.30, yeah. something like that. Went right to bed and then uh, got up early to hit the road. And Gallup is kind of right on the New Mexico-Arizona border. So shortly after we were in Arizona, we left Arizona, New Mexico yeah. and entered yeah, Arizona. Right. And then Arizona. we were thinking about stopping in Flagstaff for breakfast. Cause it was still like seven in the morning or something at this point. And then I was thinking Winslow, Arizona was past Flagstaff, but also, sudden I saw a mileage sign for Winslow. And I was like, Oh no, we got to go stand on the corner in Winslow, mm-hmm. Arizona. And then, so we, we pulled off there and found the corner from the famous, the Eagles. So the band, if you don't know the band Eagles in the song, take it easy has this lyric, you know, standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. So Winslow has celebrated this fact and has created like this little touristy trap on a corner in their little downtown area with a statue of Jackson Brown and Glenn Fry and then the flatbed Ford and mm-hmm. the whole, whole Route 66. It's pretty cool. So that's something I've always wanted to do as well. Yeah. So we, we checked that out for a few minutes and then this gentleman walks up. And it was like, oh, where are you guys from? And we started talking to him. And he's like, oh, I'm the designer and the sculptor and creator of these statues. Yeah. Super random occurrence, but very cool. So he kind of gave us the history and the lowdown. So he's like, are you guys in town for the festival? And we're like, no, we're just passing through. I guess there was some big music festival like setting up that morning. So he was Something. in town. Yeah. yeah. But that oh, was yeah. super, super random. random. Yeah.
1: yeah. We just happened to be there when the guy that made those statues showed up. So yeah. that was awesome.
0: And he explained to us why the statues don't really exactly resemble the people who they're supposed to be is because once that a photo of those statues gets printed on a postcard or a t-shirt, then, you know, then you got to buy the the life rights and pay those people royalties, et cetera, et cetera. So that was their way of sneaking around the money situation. <laughs> <laughs> but that was another cool thing that we were there maybe. 10 15 minutes just taking yeah. pictures and being nerd nerdy tourists and then we kept on going so then we ended up in Flagstaff another ways down the road we ate at Del Taco for breakfast <laughs> at nine in the morning. <laughs> but uh first time I've had Del Taco in
1: probably 20 years or something oh, like it's that. Been,
0: it's been five or six years for me. Yeah. But I ate a I ate a green burrito at nine in the morning. There you, you go. Know, something you would have for lunch, but it was yeah, nine in the morning
1: we were on road time man
0: yeah so then we made it into california about maybe like three in the afternoon and we had had like cruising the highways with no problem but as soon as you come come down the hill like into riverside county it's just like traffic explosion smog yeah so like the last 30 miles took like two hours or something like that (laughs) yeah of course But then um so we tried to stop at my old uh, employer, which is like this skateboard distribution place, but they were closed for some reason. I couldn't get the owner on the phone. Yeah. So, so I was bummed we about gonna, that. Yeah. I decided that to
1: go, cool. go in there and check it out. Yeah. Larry yeah. used to work for a, a company called, what was it called? SDS Skateboards. Yeah. SDS. And uh, yeah. they do a few different, they
0: have kind different of brands. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get the warehouse tour. Yeah. Oh, and, well. then, uh, we stayed uh, with some of my family. That's where we were crashing for the weekend. We went out to dinner at a favorite restaurant, and then that was pretty much it. We went to bed early again. We got up. When did we get up for? The, so now it's like day three, the day of skater, the actual skater, skater con. con. We're there. Yeah.
1: So the reason why, in case you're all wondering why we did this absurd trip the way we did, is because we had to. You know, we had to figure out how to bring. You know. Ideally we'd fly into LA and that would make the most whatever. sense. Yeah. But we had to bring, you know, boxes of t-shirts and posters and, you know, we had to bring this canopy and that you yeah, have the big 10 by 10 tables tent, and chairs. all the stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we didn't you know, know how to get that in California without just putting it in the car and dry, you know, we're just buying it when we got there, yeah. which in
1: hindsight is probably what we should have done.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it it seemed kind of wasteful and expensive because i already kind of had that stuff you know in my garage so to buy you know fly to california and then buy all that stuff and then just yeah but maybe that's what we do i think next, next time.
1: time i think next time that's the route we're gonna have to take yeah yeah <laughs> or if anybody in california wants to lend us a folding table and a canopy for the weekend
0: yeah goes, that that'd too. be great too all right so day three this is skater Count. we got up early there was kind of some very wordy load in instructions that kind of stressed me out but it was actually once you got down down there it was very smooth and and so there was actually
1: there was a couple of stresses there was that it wasn't a stress but stress ish and then there was the weather
0: report yeah
1: so we were looking at the weather on the way down there and i swear to you every single day is nothing but sunshine and blue skies except saturday the 30th which was just Fifty percent chance of rain all day long.
0: Yeah, it rains in California like one day a year. Yeah. Now here it is on the day of SkaterCon, this outdoor event.
1: So we're looking at the weather the whole time, and it's kind of
0: fluctuating. It's going up and it's
1: going down. And that morning we get up and it's perfectly dry, a little cloudy, but no big deal. And we're like, ah, maybe when we load it, yeah. So anyway, we we load. You know, we got loaded in, got through this line that Larry was talking about. So basically, they. Well, you even tell them, but we basically like you go, there's like an offsite queue.
0: Yeah. Because the skate park has no parking. It's kind of no parking. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And all the, uh, booths were set up kind of in this, I guess you could say it's like a driveway that ends at a roundabout that like kind of ends at the gate that leads you into the skate park and all the booths were set up along this kind of driveway thing, but there's no parking or anything. Um, and it made for a really good event space, actually. I thought it, it worked really well, you know, as a for what they were using it for. Because mm-hmm. um, it had booths, you know, lining both sides. There was a food truck and everything like that that they brought in. But, um, yeah, no parking. So you, they had us queue up kind of in, a, where was it, across it was the street? It yeah. at, or at yeah. Or at or whatever. Soltech. It was right
0: across the street, yeah.
1: And then we uh, lined up five cars at a time. They lit in. They drove us up. Adam from SkaterCon, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, months ago, was kind of like there kind of just coordinating everything. And he just took us right up to our space. And we had like 10 minutes to unload the car, get everything where we needed to go and then move the car out of the way so more people could come in.
0: Yeah. So you ju- we jumped out, we unloaded, and then you kind of stayed there and I had to leave the property and go find parking. So. Yeah. And then I had to walk back in. And you were already kind of on your way setting it up and we popped up mm-hmm. the tent and the tables and the chairs and we we're, we we're off to the races.
1: Off to the race. Dude, it actually, you know, for as pieced together as we did it and as on the fly as we kind of had to put this thing together-ish. Worked out really well. The booth was Yeah, impressive. it looked cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just, uh, you know, just hacking it together, making it, making it work on the spot. Yeah. But that, the
1: setup was super cool because, you know, you're there and it's like there's, you know, Caballero across the way setting his stuff up and, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? There was just people everywhere, like Asoya and Lester yeah. Kasai were over there setting up and, you know, the Pat Truitt was over there at the Toxic booth and, you know, there's just dudes everywhere. They are like, holy shit, like, yeah. you know,
0: whatever. It was awesome. That's super cool. So, yeah. And then we had uh, Steve Size showed up right before the event started. So he was, uh, you know, participating in our autograph signing that we were hosting later in the day, but he went and and brought some of his artwork, uh, that we displayed and it was for sale as well. Mm-hmm. So helped him unload the artwork and then he was going to split and then, uh, show up right at one o'clock for the autograph signing. So, uh, it was cool to see Steve real quick. And then the gates were open. That was it. 10 AM. It oh. was on. And it, you know it was super cool like the first 50 people you saw were like little kids with their skateboards and helmets just rushing into the skate park yeah (laughs) for like because they were hosting like contests all day long Mm -hmm. for prizes and stuff so that was that was cool and then it was like old guy hangout time totally dude yeah so who is so so we had people come by the booth oh so yeah almost like right away we saw uh and got to finally meet in person matt bass Matt Bass Face documentary. So he rolls up with a very like with Mark McKee, this the famous skateboard graphic artist. Yeah. But very so low key. They're... He was just there. He's not there to sell anything. He's not there to like they're just hanging at Matt's booth. Yeah, just hanging in Matt's booth for the day. So they're
1: right next to us. So Matt mm-hmm. Matt Bass and Mark McKee literally were right next to us the whole day. And yeah. uh we get to hang out and chat with them all day, which was super fun. Yeah,
0: it was like Mark's,
1: to... Mark's a cool guy. Yeah he's definitely
0: so then who else did we meet so kevin marks from the look back library yeah swung by by. we got to talk to him for a little bit he wasn't i thought he'd be set up for sure but he was going to some other thrasher Thrasher. somewhere i don't remember where it was but uh jim gray came by we talked to him for a while that's right yeah gray stopped by the booth
1: he hung out for a good 10 minutes or so just chit-chatting yeah such a nice dude man yep uh, Mickey Vukovic yeah, came, came by,
0: really? talked to him for quite a while and he's a future guest on the show. We've got him yeah. lined up for a very special episode in the future. Yeah. Always great to see and talk to him. And then we had a great conversation with Christopher Hyatt.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: So we spoke with him. Yeah, he stopped by. Super cool dude. We got to very see. Very nice dude. Yeah, got to see his experimental board. Yeah. Uh, he was riding that and. Uh,
1: yeah, he gave me some some uh, inside info on the, uh, I don't know if I can share it,
0: but on the uh, process for the,
1: what goes into a Powell pro model these days. <laughs> oh, nice.
0: Yeah. I didn't, you, yeah. I remember you telling me.
1: Yeah. I don't know how confidential the stuff he was telling me was, so I should probably keep my mouth shut. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, maybe um, maybe he, he we, once some, it's out, I bet we could. He's got, he's got a bit. pro model coming. He's, that is verified. We'll just say that a very famous classic, artist is doing the artwork some of you may know from paul Peralta. his initials rhyme with e b k k
0: well that's a given though right isn't it i mean he's just employed yeah,
1: a yeah 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 um, um yeah but super super nice dude and uh yeah like yeah great great guy
0: yeah so let's talk about so one of the ideas we had, so, you know, we're thinking like, okay, let's go to SkaterCon. But once we're there, like, what do we, what do we do? You know, what are we doing there? Yeah. yeah. What, what's the, what's why the, what, are we there? Yeah. So I thought, you know, obviously it's to bring more awareness to the show, which I think we achieved, but also we're like, well, what are something, what's something we could do to kind of like make a splash or, you know, make this exciting. So we had the idea to host an autograph signing. Mm-hmm. So we are going to have, you know, Anita, Steve and Chuck Treese, who was supposed to be performing with McRad that day. But McRad slash Chuck Trees had to cancel a, a couple days before, um, and we didn't even really even get that info. Never really made us until we we got there. So yeah, we we, uh, we definitely lost a bummer, Chuck the sign yeah because we yeah. printed these posters has got Chuck's yeah. name on it yeah so yeah that's why Chuck was was not there if if mm-hmm. you attended the event and was looking for a a Chuck signature. But uh, Anita and her husband Billy, I think they showed up around eleven. Mm-hmm. and they they stopped by and and uh, said hello to us and they cruised around the event and then one o'clock showed up i didn't really know what to expect if people and because there's just so much going on all day there's skateboarding there's bands there's other autograph signings there's like q a somewhere you know it's just like so we had the signing at one o'clock and it was well, awesome I don't know. yeah it went awesome but i was i just remembering now that like almost like right when the gates open and people came in this guy came up and was like where's Anita is Anita here you know like where is she you know so Mm -hmm. people were excited so that was kind of cool that we knew that you know yeah 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 for sure yeah there was a bunch of people that were coming by
1: checking out to see those if they were there yet Mm -hmm. that was awesome
0: it was great so went
1: went awesome go ahead
0: oh I so I had uh made these posters out of just you know just the kindness i mean this, our show has no budget or anything but i was just like i'm gonna make these cool posters because yeah. when i went to the bones brigade tour demo tour in 89 you know you went through the autograph line and they're just like here's a 24 by 36 poster for free you just go through the line you get it signed and now you've got this cool keepsake souvenir what what have you so i was yep. like well i'm gonna do that too you know so i printed up 200 seemed like a, a fair number and if more people then came than that, just, I don't know, sorry, I'm not a millionaire. I can't print a million posters, but <laughs> we gave out mo- most of them. I, I mean, there's yeah. a few, there's a few left and uh, I actually had Steve and I need to sign 10 extra. So we're going to do a giveaway uh, through Instagram at, at some point when I can get my life back on schedule, but it was signing people. Uh, it was exciting. People, you know, someone brought a copy of public domain. People had like Steve size boards, you know, Besides, yeah. you know, signing the poster people, had brought some other cool things they have signed. And like I said, we didn't know what to expect, but I thought it thought it was cool. And yeah. that, it, it almost kind of left. La- I mean, in the beginning, that was a little more hectic, but it kind of just continued throughout the rest of the day. So yeah. like six o'clock, Steven and Anita just hung out there. Yeah, it was cool. And even like Todd from this, you know, the Skateboard Museum and the Skateboard Hall of Fame, he came over to get an autograph. Mark McKee Mark got for an yeah. autograph. Yeah. Former co-worker of Anita at, of Anita. Yeah, at, at World right. Industries. Yeah. Who else? So Adam SkaterCon. Adam came over and got mm-hmm. it, got it some sign. Yeah. So it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah.
1: And right after uh, the 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 uh, kind of the signing started to kind of wind down, there was a little bit of rain Ooh,
0: that yeah. put a damper
1: on things for mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah. But that that lasted. You know, we got a cut. There was a couple little rain pockets that happened in there Mm -hmm. but it never killed anything thankfully it was just you know people had to stop skating for maybe a half an hour and then the bowl would dry out everything dried out like nothing ever happened and then it was just back on so yeah like we got real lucky in that regard i think you know there was rain but luckily it just kind of came and went and didn't you know
0: yeah we it lasted long enough that we were just about to like batten down the hatches and kind of disassemble and take take cover you know because things had started to get wet a little bit and we were like ah oh, we don't know what to do but then so oh we have, just, we have
1: Steve's we have Steve size's like you know eight hundred dollar mca painting in there
0: that had already been sold it had already it been sold just, yeah you
1: know and and all this stuff and we had a bunch of feather boards and everything and just Larry had a they brought a bunch of VHS tapes to sell and things like that. So mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it came close to getting you know getting gnarly but it never quite tipped over the edge and everything worked out great so yeah. yeah
0: yeah so we met you know throughout the day we had met lots of people that were listeners to the show and yeah absolutely. that was super cool and i think we turned some some new people onto the show and so i was just uh yeah it was it was awesome to you know kind of like see some faces because we just put this stuff out on the internet and if people listen we, like we have no idea you know we we have no no way to mm-hmm. tell so now we had like some face-to-face interaction with some really cool people. So that was awesome. Yeah, Dave andrek came by. Oh yeah, bit. Dave Andrec. Yeah. Oh, Andy Anderson. Oh yeah. I didn't really. I didn't. You. So you had a conversation or a brief yeah, encounter chatted with? Chatted with
1: Andy for a minute, but he he did. He was doing like a freestyle demo, like right outside our booth. For yeah, like, impromptu know, demo, 15 like flatland or something demo. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was really cool. Um. God, he's. Dude, watching that guy in real life is insane. He's got so oh, much yeah. board control. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean, that was, you know, it was just a fun day. It was a whirlwind. I lost my voice almost just from talking so much. Yes. I Same for um, me. Same for me. Yeah. I mean, we, we just talked about the show. We handed out postcards. We gave out stickers. We, we sold a ton of t-shirts. And yeah, now we're we're you know we're, we're 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 our first trade show in i feel like it went well and like i said i feel like we we learned a lot about what to do what not to do what we could do better what we mm-hmm. could you know how we could streamline it but overall man what a what a fun day and and we just you know we were backed up right to the uh right to where the bowl was or the i guess the main skate park area was mm-hmm. so um there was uh you know the bands were playing right behind us and we had a it was just awesome it was a it was a super fun day. I was glad to see uh so many people coming out and people that were interested in what we were doing and just to be a part of it, I got a ton of free stickers <laughs> <was just> awesome. <laughs> yeah uh, but dude, people were psyched yeah, um it was awesome I mean what a what a great day super fun and we do have a few posters left over besides the ten that we gave out if anyone's interested. we have a handful left and that they're on our we have a new we set up a, a
0: web store a web store now so, which uh, is if you go to the dot com slash store that'll take you right to it and you can buy a sticker or a poster uh, there's a few t-shirts left so you can go if you're interested in those you can go yeah make a purchase I will ship it to you myself I will pack it I've got some Powell stickers I'm gonna toss in some extra goodies. So it'll be, it'll be worth your while. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you're into, uh, if you're into uh, supporting the show, that's a good way to do it and you get some good, good stuff out of it. Yeah. The shirts came out rad. I mean, the shirts are awesome. Like I snagged one before they went away and we'll, we'll continue to run, you know, but uh, yeah, I think we'll do
0: a reprint fun times. And then we went to the after party. There was an after party at the hotel across the street. Mm-hmm. for a screening of Skateface which was cool to see again we had seen an earlier cut of it when we had matt on the show last year but it was it was awesome to see it again so i that's think cool. the film was finally done so congrats to matt that's a, like a 10 year journey he took with that thing trying to get <laughs> it done which was dude it tripped me out because you see the the people in the movie interviewed are mm-hmm. so much they're so much younger yeah. it's kind of crazy <laughs> the interviews are from like 15 years ago yeah geez man yeah but we kind of i mean we could have ended up hanging out all night chatting with people but we had another early day the next day so we just as soon as the movie was done we just excused ourselves and uh yeah went back breakdown, to badlands.
1: yeah breakdown of the of the booth wasn't too bad we had everything packed oh, up. oh
0: yeah yeah so that was uh
1: it was a little bit tumultuous of a walk through this uh sort of weird underground tunnel to get
0: across the street to this yeah <laughs> it was very organized lot. yeah organized coming in and then it was just like fend for yourself every man it, for not, yourself like, yeah breakdown yeah, breakdown. but yeah it was
1: good man it was good i helped uh steve carry a bunch of art steve size carry a bunch of artwork across the way to his uh to his car which was pretty cool i'm yeah. sitting there holding like all of steve's feather boards it was like oh man just helping Steve carry some to with his car. No big <laughs> deal. <laughs> That's awesome. That's rad. Yeah, though, we did have to, we'd add the split. I definitely might have nodded out a little bit at the uh, Skate Face premiere for a minute.
0: <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm 46, dude. I'm old. What do you, yeah, you just needed a quick little power nap. Yeah, to get, exactly. Get you through. Yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, that was cool.
1: Oh, Dave Duncan was at the uh,
0: premiere, too. Yeah. Few, dude, dude the McKee- premiere was rowdy dude yeah it was totally dude it was crazy dude. it was people like a like, skate video premiere it was like going to see people like Just a, anytime someone would come on the screen everyone would cheer and go wild. yeah
1: and, it was like the rocky horror or something
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah dave duncan was there mark mckee again was there
1: sitting right in front of us get mm-hmm. a whole section in there about him of course but uh that was fun dude that was really fun
0: yeah that was awesome yeah. So then back to the Badlands for a quick nap. And then we were up early again. We went to Disneyland the next yeah, day. Yeah, you sure did. I love Disneyland, so I could not be in California and, and not go. So we decided like, okay, we're going to sneak in an extra day. And so Just we... so
1: you know, Larry is like one of those people. <laughs> He's one of those people, dude. I didn't really know. Yeah. I didn't realize the extent of it because I'm not. I mean, it was fun. Mm -hmm. But like Larry is one of those people, like he has an encyclopedic knowledge of, he's like, oh, there's a place, you know, he's like, there's a bench around this bend where you can sit and have a drink or whatever. And I'm like, how do you know there's a bench there in this park? You know, he's got like this, the layout of the park is like emblazoned into your, your
0: mind. It was crazy. Well, I used to live seven miles from, from Disneyland. Mm -hmm. I had, when I moved there, you know, this kind of group of friends that I had made and I I mean, I was interested in in going, but they're like, yeah, we just, it's kind of a very locals park. It's not more of a touristy, it's more like Southern California is the one Mm -hmm. using. So everyone, all these friends had annual passes and they were like 99 bucks. So you could go 365 days a year for like $99. So I got these, I enjoyed the park and I would just go like every week, every few days, all the time. Like, what are we doing after work today? And so me and my coworkers like, oh, just head down to Disney for a couple hours, grab, grab dinner, go on a ride or two, and then and that would be it, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But we met
1: Well we, we met we met up with a with a kindred spirit to Larry <laughs> at
0: the at the at the park
1: in the form of Anita Tessison.
0: Uh-huh. Who and, who and her uh, husband Billy and her husband
1: Billy, who who rules by the way. Billy's awesome.
0: Yeah, he's awesome.
1: And uh we uh Got there <laughs> we, really?
0: We tried to get there for rope drop, and that's like they kind of let you into the front of the park before it actually opens, and then they have you know there's like a a rope across the the main street there, and then that you know at eight o'clock or whenever the rope drops and boom, people are allowed to continue on into the park.
1: Yeah. I didn't even know about that.
0: See that's, I just, wanted I didn't to know like,
1: we were get trying to get there for rope drop. That was not explained yeah. to me.
0: So that was at eight o'clock. I think we got there at eight 15. We're a little delayed, but oh, we well. got in there. We met Anita and Billy, and then you got your first timer button. We couldn't let you get out of there without your first timer button.
1: Yeah. I had never been, I'd been to downtown Disney, which is the like, you know, outside the gates. But I I had never really. That's where her. we
0: first met, for the that's where we first downtown met downtown. Yeah, that's
1: right. So Anita is uh, is just she's actually probably a bigger Disney nerd than Larry is, or at least as big of one. Mm-hmm. So these two were just like the whole time we're just like like Disney nerd. Let's go! we gotta get here, yeah. There and and they're like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know, whatever. I'm following you guys. Yeah. And I thought we'd be, you know, I thought we'd be at this park for like, I don't know, four hours or something. Was like, oh, nope. no,
0: no. <laughs> and, you know, I was thinking like, let's just seize the day and go from open to close. But, you know, it's always fun to dream big. But, you know, three quarters of the way through the day you kind of t- maybe like six, six, seven o'clock. We kind of because it of was open till midnight and we got there yeah. at eight in the morning. So we we're yeah, and just the whole journey. We we're we were pretty tired. Let's talk rad, about though, real dude. quick some of the dude. the rides and the. So we started on Jungle Cruise. <laughs> hey, we're gonna Land. go through
1: the fucking rides that we went. Around. Yeah, why not? Yeah. We're here. Let's talk about it. So uh, yeah, we we went on Jungle Cruise with Anita. That was pretty rad.
0: Like. Yeah, red. all the punny one-liners oh. is pretty, yeah pretty funny. Yeah. And then we did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we went out to Galaxy's Edge, which is like dude. the Star Wars. Yeah. so sick yeah super so cool. sick yeah so we had breakfast there Ronto I had, wraps. we had ronto wraps <laughs> i had the the vegan ronto wrap uh which everyone raves about and it was really good and then we went on smugglers run so that's like the millennium millennium falcon ride
1: yeah that was a good one
0: yeah that was super cool then we went to what was it the cantina we went to the yeah we had cantina. drinks yeah, had yeah drinks so it's at the like, it's kind yeah. of based off that cantina scene in the original yeah. star wars movie yeah i had a i don't remember what my drink was called it was a non-alcoholic i think it was based on blue gatorade and then it just had some <laughs> fizzy things put in there to make it like a space drink <laughs> so i paid like eight or actually billy picked up the tab that's it was, right billy know, like a, thank you billy yeah, yeah. thanks billy it was like a $12, you know, Gatorade, basically. With yeah, some, yeah. <laughs> some little things on the top or something, but it was cool. I mean, just the atmosphere and, and the detail and everything is just like really cool. Yeah. It's like, you're in the movie. It's like, so well done.
1: It is definitely.
0: So then we had like a reservation to go on the haunted mansion, but we had a little time to kill. I think that's when we took the train ride around the whole park mm-hmm. and then we went on the haunted mansion. And that was a, uh, has like a, between like Halloween and Christmas, they turned it into the Nightmare Before Christmas, the Tim Burton movie, which is it's really extra, extra themed out. It was really cool. That was cool. And then uh, Billy and Anita split for a while. They went to, oh, across the way to the uh, California Adventure Park. So Matt and I were off by ourselves. So we went, then that's when we went back to Galaxy's Edge, right? We're like, let's just go through every little nook and cranny of this thing there's so yeah. many like little easter eggs and it's so shops. Cool. yeah yeah
1: it was way cooler than i was expecting it to be
0: yeah so the other big ride is called rise of the resistance and uh th- that's a wild one but the the line was like 85 minutes or an hour and a half maybe so we're like uh we we didn't really want to wait in line that long so we kept looking around and checking out the galaxy's edge and then we were getting ready to leave that area and i thought you know what let me let me check the wait time one more time and it said 40 minutes i think and we're like okay that's a little better let's just let's just do it and then we got in the line and it turned out to only be like 20 minutes or something like that it was yeah like nothing it was yeah. real quick it was not painful and matt what did you think of that ride it's not really right it's more like a experience. 25 minute long experience yeah it's pretty Dude, i'm not
1: it's- kidding that was the cool that was one of the coolest things I've
0: ever seen in my life. I know you had cursed out loud a couple times <laughs> being blown away by what you were seeing and experienced. It was pretty crazy.
1: <laughs> it was so cool, man. I like, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't been on it, Yeah. but I, all I can tell you is like rise of the resistance is the real, it's the truth. Like that is insane. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I definitely blurted out a few uh, profanities during the... Uh...
0: <laughs> and that was my third time. So I had been to the Florida... It's like the same thing they have in Florida. Um, so this was my first time in the in the California version. So that was my third time going on that ride, which is... Yeah, it's excellent. It was crazy. So then after that, we kind of just walked around the park. I don't think we went on really that many more rides. We just kind of cruised around and checked out the whole park. We grabbed a slice of pizza at some point. And then we went on uh, Indiana Jones yeah. ride back at it. That's another really cool, great one. It's yeah. I was sitting my...
1: next to this girl that was freaking out, dude. That's right. I forgot So about you sit that.
0: four, you sit four across on this
1: ride and Larry's on my left. And then on my right is this girl and her mom. Uh-huh. And this girl is probably in her, she was probably a teenager. I mean, she was probably like 15, 16, 17 or something like that. And she was just obviously like terrified of rides, or I don't know what roller coaster. But it's not really a roller coaster. It's sort mm-hmm. of it is I guess, in a, in a way. I guess it is. Yeah, a little it's bit. smaller you know. It's
0: small. like you're supposed to be like in a jeep driving through these caverns. Yeah, and it's all rocky, and you're bumping around and stuff. Yeah,
1: and she was just like, <laughs> she was freaking out, dude. I yeah, mean, like I remember her mom. I her didn't notice
0: it during the ride. Cause I was, I did. Like, yeah. I noticed yeah. it, dude. Oh yeah. But she I was... noticed when we got off, she was like consoling her. Like, yeah. her, like had her armor on her. Like it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's just all yeah. pretend. And stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. she was like really yeah. freaked out.
1: Yeah. I was, and I'm sitting there going like, I want like 20 more minutes of that. Like I want that ride to continue forever. Yeah. That so was fun.
0: fun. Oh. And when we got in line, the ride, we're in line for like five minutes and then yeah. the ride broke down. And we're just like, oh no! And I think that kind of killed our, our uh, momentum. You know, yeah. That's when we kind of got. There was like, we were good, and then suddenly, like, this mental drink. Yeah, just sit still or stand or whatever. So that kind of, I think that was the turning point on the day right there. But then
1: we met back up with Billy and Anita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, they came uh, back
0: over for some dull whips and yeah. then uh, we kind of said goodbye and we were on our way. We went our separate ways. Yeah. But it was awesome to kind of spend the day with them and hang out. And, oh, we didn't even talk about the restaurant. We went to the, we, that was like <laughs> the main thing. We went to this restaurant called the blue Bayou cafe for lunch.
1: Oh, that's right. I can't yeah, can't believe I yeah.
0: skipped that, which yeah. is like mm-hmm. this. I don't know what you call it, this first class four star, like yeah, kind of like a fancy New star. Orleans sort yeah, of, New or- uh, and it's like inside the pirates of the Caribbean ride kind of yeah. like you over, you're sitting like on the water yeah. front. So Super I think Anita, cool. Anita
1: got us reservations for that. yeah She
0: got us reservations. Yeah. We had and, this uh, all booked out like months ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we had lunch at this, uh, the blue Bayou. I, yeah. I can't believe I for- I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah.
0: very good food. It was awesome, super um, fun time. Yeah, great service. Yeah. And great atmosphere. I mean, the atmosphere is what you're paying for, really, I think. But yeah. 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 Super cool.
1: But it was so much fun to hang out with those two. They were Anita and Billy are so great, just mm-hmm. such great people. And yeah, uh, super sad. Anita exciting. had a blast and Billy was cool. And it was
0: just fun trip, man. Like a fun yeah. trip to Disney. And they go down quite often. And that's how she kind of we were able to wrangle her into the, the autograph signing because she lives up in uh, Oregon. Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. yeah. So she, we kind of scheduled this whole thing around a Disney trip. So that's how she was, it all, all came together for a Disney mm-hmm. Skater Con trip. What else do you need? Yeah. It worked out perfectly. Besides so then sleep we, and food, which yeah. So, so I don't much. even know if I even remember the ride home, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. So, the ride
1: home was relatively. Painless except for the uh fucking like insane downpour
0: that we drove through. Oh yeah. So we left early the next morning. At, we got up at like five. We were on the road at six. Yeah, we made California. some good time.
1: We, we just cruised. That, we w- the the plan was to go from upland, California to
0: Amarillo. Uh,
1: Amarillo, Texas, which is a
0: ambitious drive. It's about 16 hours. It was 1082 miles. Yeah. <laughs> that we drove that day. <laughs> and it's like let's just get it over you know get
1: it over with you know yeah because no we
0: had we had to make sure you got your flight the next day yeah so yeah going to California we could we could be a little more casual
1: yeah but I had a you know you I had, had a five a, five o'clock flight out of Dallas mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I needed to make sure I was there for it so so what did we I mean we stopped for bathroom breaks and and the was gas, it but dude but we didn't yeah I mean that was and it. just we, some gas station snacks and yeah, then, yeah, we didn't. It. Yeah, that Cruised. was a wild day.
1: We hit some gnarly rain though, Ooh, dude. Like, that
0: was bad for about an Larry hour. Larry
1: Ransom, I need you all to admonish Larry for his windshield wiper situation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I Larry learned... apparently
1: hasn't changed his windshield
0: wipers in about seven years. Well, it never rains here, so I never, <laughs> never use them. But they're a little dried out and cracked, so they we weren't getting wasn't the best. doing much. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That happened like literally, like with 130 miles left to get to Amarillo, mm-hmm. and it just started dumping rain. That was it like was the the darkest. It was pitch black.
0: Yeah, we couldn't and, have been in a in a worse no area. Like yeah. the the white lines on the road were super faded. Yeah, no horizon I was, lights. No horizon lights. So I was kind of like losing direction no street signs to reflect you know like okay here's where the shoulders of the road are Uh, and then then i had this idea that you know we'd come to a bridge and we could like park on the shoulder and we did come to a couple bridges but i think cars behind us were like okay if i just stay behind this car then i'm still on the road yeah and i was thinking like if i park someone's just going to rear end me because they're going to (laughs) think I'm in the road, but I'm on the shoulder, but they can't see where the road is. So they figure. yeah. yeah, So we didn't do that, but we just, so we got to a a rest stop and we pulled over for like 10 minutes and then it was over and then we were just on our way. But yeah, my brain was fried. Just like the, the super concentration of staying on the road and trying to figure it all out. Yeah. But we made it it to Amarillo and uh, got up again super
1: early the next day and
0: drove the dell and that drove was and another i don't think we ate or anything. think we were just trucking dude
1: just just going for it man yeah yeah
0: so then i dumped you curbside at the dallas airport it, it and tossed me out of the moving, said, moving Get the vehicle. hell out of here yeah that was it yeah and then i uh was on my way back home which was maybe about 176 miles which if you told me i had the drive from my house to dallas i would be I'd be like, Oh, that's not really a fun drive. But now it was like, it was nothing what we had just done. It seemed like oh, it know. took like 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and when you were I,
1: probably home by the time I
0: had got, got on your plane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I had stopped for food. Cause I was like, okay, you know, I'm not, I'm not in a hurry to get home really. So I stopped yeah. for a quick, quick bite. Cause I, you know, we hadn't ate in two days basically. And just drove. And then I got home just in time to pick up the kids from school. So I got the kids and, so I was home at like three in the afternoon, and and that was, that was it. it. Yeah, was mission over. accomplished. Yeah, SkaterCon nine. Yeah, so it was books. six days total. We we're two days of driving, a SkaterCon day, a Disneyland day, and then two more days of driving. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd do it again though. I wouldn't. Do, I don't know if I'd do all that, but I would do another SkaterCon definitely.
0: Yeah, I think we've got some ideas how we could get streamline out streamline the process. It, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was fun though. I mean, like you said, you know, you had never seen that part of the country you know i had a few times but it has been a long time so it was it was kind of fun it was awesome it's yeah.
1: really cool to see all the old like a uh, route 66 kind of like wreckage i mm-hmm. guess you could call it because like a lot of 40 runs just parallel to route 66 and
0: yeah uh, route 40 kind of took over route 66 but yeah all yeah. those old abandoned gas stations roadside motels roadside. yeah
1: little tp you know places you know like little like gift tourist shops, trappy and stuff. Gift shops yeah. that are just rotting away it's pretty interesting to see yeah that's
0: crazy stuff all right that's about it so again just thanks to everybody we met at SkaterCon. thanks to adam yes. thanks to anita and steve and billy and matt and everyone that like hung out we had our own kind of little corner set up where we had our little posse for the day yeah i mean how cool
1: is it to you know be at a booth where like we're basically sharing booth space with Steve size and he's selling his artwork. And yeah. It's like he was there hanging out all day. I mean, pretty much after the signing, he was there till we shut down. I mean, it, you know, yeah. Such a rad guy. Anita is amazing. Uh, yeah. Everybody involved at skater Con is, was super nice. And is I, you know, for everybody there, I think, you know, doing it, you know, it's, it's a, you know, who knows what you really can, what you really get out of it you know, tangibly it's hard to kind of measure, but it's, it's a, you know, you do it for, because it's fun and you do it because it's, you know, you're passionate about skateboarding and supporting uh, the industry and supporting like the people that are involved. And like, so yeah, to Adam and uh, his entire team there uh, that puts on that event hats off to you. I mean, that's a, it's an amazing thing. And uh, Adam is such a nice dude. And he was as stressful as that whole thing I'm sure was for everybody there coordinating it getting people in getting people out getting people you know parked and everything else that goes along with it he was just chilling the whole day and running around and talking to people and having a good time and you know he was he wasn't just you know if it were me i would have been like stressing out the whole time and just being like oh my god you know and he was just chilled and
0: yeah loose and having you know He almost turned into like an attendee. Like, he's like, I worked hard to set this up, and now I'm just gonna gonna participate in it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But it was rad, dude. Yeah, Christian Hosoy was you know there snapping photos with people, pops. Hosoy was there, your NSI video guy. Oh, yeah, Gerard Revel, super excited to
0: talk to him. him. Yeah, because I communicated with him uh, over the phone many, many times, but it had been a while, so Mm. getting to meet him. I was kind of surprised he remembered me and knew who I was. So that was kind of cool and surprising. Yeah. Um, we actually, there's a uh, an aspect of these Bones Brigade videos, the way a lot of people had gotten them into their hands through video rentals. And and Gerard has a an interesting story where it all could, that the reason people were able to rent these videos starts with Gerard. So we might talk to him about that in the future. So that'll be cool yeah super stoked thanks to all the people that were like listeners of the show that we met you know, it means a lot yeah definitely yeah. yeah we
1: had a lot of people tons of people come by the booth that were very excited to you know be at SkaterCon and meet larry and meet myself which is very flattering um lots of people that told us they love the show and uh yeah you know you know it's kind of, of
0: funny people- i did that's something i didn't even expect for some reason yeah Like, I just thought we're, I, for some reason it was in my head that everybody there would be not familiar with the show or had even known about it. So that was like the goal was like to bring in some new listeners, but then they have people come up and tell us they're already listeners. It was like shocking and surprising to me. Like, oh yeah Hey, this works. We put the show out and, and people (laughs) listen to it and like it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right, Matt. That, that about covers it. That was a fun... We just thought, because we had talked about going to SkaterCon so many times on the show, we figured we just had to close it with a proper little yeah, re- recap of the... Just
1: the, a fun little episode. Adventure. We'll be back with our normal...
0: Yes, our the next normal, one's going to uh, be cool. I'm looking... Yeah. It's, it's one that we've... Before the first episode was even recorded, this was something we wanted to yes achieve and now it's now it's happening yeah
1: yeah yeah so we'll we'll be back uh next time with a more traditional episode but yeah i think it's fun just to talk about this yeah
0: and we came back from the trip we kind of had missed our normal uh recording schedule window, so we had to just kind of scramble so we're we're uh we just thought it would be fun because we didn't want to leave anybody anybody hanging we just had to close Mm -hmm. out our little SkaterCon adventure. But we are going to do a mailbag, right, Matt? We got some, Let's we got do some it. emails. All we right. got some emails. Okay.
2: And now, the Bones Brigade Audio Show Mailbag.
1: All right, so we got a message from Scott. And he says, hey, guys. So I just got back from a day in NYC at Toy Fair. And I stopped by the Super 7 booth. I got to see the next wave of Bones Brigade figures. Oh, wow. Yeah. Figured I would share since you were on your high from the weekend at SkaterCon. Not sure if you can share or not, but no one stopped me from taking a picture. And then he sent in a picture of the display of the newest lineup. And I'll just go ahead and tell you. Okay. It's a sick pair Wellander with a uh, big giant Nordic skull blister card. Nice. Is we that the Raven? first
0: time that pair has been in the I, th- I kind of lost so. track. I feel I, like I'm there's so sure. many of these things already. That- yeah.
1: I think these are all new except for Tommy, maybe. Okay. I could be wrong, but there's a Ray Bones.
0: Oh, wow. Skull and Sword?
1: Skull and Sword. There's a Tommy, a Tommy G with the uh, V8 dagger. You know what I'm talking about? The, yes. Yeah, yeah, the first one. Blister card, yep. And then Kevin Harris Mountie. Wow. Is going to be coming out. So very cool stuff. I
0: still feel like I need to get a... I, I, I kind of, when those came out, I was like, I'm getting them all. Yeah. Just for whatever, you know, nerdy collector yeah. portion of my brain. And then uh, I don't know, it got yeah. pretty expensive very fast, but I still feel like I need to get them all. For sure, dude. Yeah. yeah. I, I, they I look cool. Point. They look so cool. They're awesome. Yeah. yeah. I like them a lot.
1: So thank you, Scott, for sending that over. I don't know if we'll post that photo or not, but just you guys can imagine what they look like and we'll go from there. Thank you, Scott. Okay. So Mark writes Hi, Matt and Larry. This is Mark from Germany. I started skating in 1985 future primitive was the first skate video I ever saw. And when the search for animal chin was announced, I couldn't just check the internet to see when it would be released. So I called the skate store every week for months and asked if the video was there yet. After a while, the guys in the store already knew me and I didn't even have to tell them why I was calling one day. I just said, hi, it's Mark. And the guy in the store said, it's here. The wait was over nice bones brigade audio show takes me back to that time i've enjoyed every one of your shows i've been meaning to write to you for a little while now to tell you how awesome i think you are but today i'm also writing because i noticed a little detail in animal chin that wasn't mentioned in any of your shows okay maybe it's because it's really small and unimportant but since i'm as much of a skate nerd as you are i find little things like that exciting You mentioned that the Future Primitive premiere location took place in the same location where the Blue Tile Lounge scenes for Animal Chin were shot. But did you know that at least one shot from Future Primitive premiere was incorporated into the Blue Tile Lounge scene in Animal Chin? There is footage from the premiere on the Future Primitive special edition DVD. There you see Dennis Dragon chewing on his food and Stacy standing next to him. You see that same scene right after the Bones Brigade enters the Blue Tile Lounge. Oh, and I was also in this Paul Peralta Bones Brigade fan club thing back then and received the intelligence reports. I remember at one point I also got a letter from Paul Peralta inviting me to the world premiere of this in St. Louis. I thought, are they fucking kidding me? How am I a 16-year-old in Germany supposed to get there? Thank you for your podcast, and please never stop,
0: Mark. So thank you, Mark. Nice, Mark. Yes. Okay, so this little tidbit of information, I was Of course, saved- everybody
1: know- everybody knows
0: that that
1: scene where dennis Dragon's chewing with his mouth open and
0: stacy's trying to stop him
1: like don't do it it's classic
0: yeah Yeah. so i was saving this story not that that's not my story this little tidbit of information to when we visit the uh special edition of future primitive Mm -hmm. and uh animal chin the special edition dvds so when the animal chin special edition dvd comes out There's like a great, maybe about 45 minute making of Animal Chin documentary on there. And then they show this footage from what you think is the search for Animal Chin premiere. Like people walking out of the theater, some quick little interviews. And you're just like, okay, yeah, I buy it. This makes sense. And then a few years later, the special edition Future Primitive comes out. And they show all that footage again as being the future primitive premiere. Mm. So they lied to us about it being the animal. Ch- Cause they're probably like, Oh, we just have this other random premiere footage. We'll just stick it in uh, animal chin. Whoa. Yeah. So now you see the future primitive one and there's more to it that you can see that like, Oh, they, they did this, but then they show more of it. So if you're watching Animal Chin, the blue tile lounge. So there's the Dennis Dragon chewing, and there's like Kevin Staub. There's a shot of him like walking, and then there's a gentleman holding a long board. He's got like a Jimmy Z beret on. Do you know that that mm-hmm. guy? I can't yeah. think of his name. So all of these like little kind of like cut-in shots are from this future primitive premiere footage.
1: How funny, dude. Yeah. I did not know that. So they kind
0: of recycled it in some of that into, cause it's the same building or same room yeah. as the blue tile yeah. lounge. So they're like, okay, it kind of matches. So they had this footage from the future primitive premiere and spliced in some into animal chin. And then 20 years later they make this documentary and I guess they wanted just some B roll while they were talking about the premiere and they're like, Oh, we didn't have the foresight to film the chin premiere. So we'll just grab this, this footage from the Future Primitive premiere and drop it. Hilarious. It, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something we can talk about more when, when we because we are going to revisit those videos and talk about all the extras on those uh, special edition DVDs. So we'll give it a watch and we'll have uh, some more details fresh on the brain at that point. But there you yeah. go. Yeah. I remember when that Future Primitive came out, I was like, oh man, they tricked me because I was, thought I was seeing footage from... Animal chin premiere, man. So, nope. Yep. Nope. Powell Magic. Powell Magic. Exactly. Good call. Yeah.
1: All right. Sam B writes Hi, guys. Love the show. I'm just discovering this Mike V. Raw footage. It's my first time seeing it. It's awesome that this exists. Mike's part is my favorite part of public domain. It's so cool to see these extra bits. I hope more cool stuff like this services in the future. Cheers, Sam. So, thank you, Sam. Yeah. That was in regards to our last. Episode of course, which was the uh, review of Mike V's raw footage from public domain. Yeah, which if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend you go do so. Interesting tidbit: that was the first episode that Larry and I had ever listened to of our own show. Oh yeah, we played Together. it in the
0: car. Yeah, we listened
1: to it in the car.
0: <laughs> just a little technical. <laughs> like, let's just see how technical. It sounds. Uh, see how's it sound? What's the sound yeah. like in the car? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: maybe the first. Probably maybe the last, who knows? Yeah. Definitely the first, maybe the last. Yeah. Natalie A writes in regards to the same topic. I'm watching this public domain Mike V Raw footage. So I'm just gonna send you guys some stream of consciousness thoughts. All
2: right.
1: The first thing I kind of realize is Mike is super good at skating nothing, which we kind of talked about in the show. He's a flat ground genius. Mm-hmm. Or making something out of nothing. Whereas Nadas not Gans, as well as the underappreciated Chris Cook and many others were skating amazingly perfect Southern California architecture. Mike was stuck in Edison, New Jersey, making do with whatever was around him, hence the wall rides, big alleys, and flat ground skating. Also, I never knew the yellow elephant board never came out originally. I have the yellow reissue and didn't necessarily love that color. Just wanted to buy one because I figured it was only a matter of time before George and Mike pissed each other off again and quit working together. <laughs> it's a valid, uh, yeah. Valid yeah. Fear. Uh, the Mortimer story is kind of crazy because there's a few times that's happened. Neil Blender and Rob Deerdeck came to mind. Also like some sort of passing of the torch. Once these people got these boards, they were destined to become a part of the future. Lastly, Loved seeing Stacy shoot the edits after the shot. All the crazy pans after the shot makes sense when you watch
0: Stacy videos. So thank you, Natalie. Thank you, Natalie. Yeah, seeing those pans, I think sometimes if you do like follow cam on Mike, like Mike is still skating, but Stacy would like pan out of the shot to like mm-hmm. do a cut and like pan back into like a different thing, which was, you know, you could kind of like after a few minutes of watching like what he's doing, you kind of like figure out you know exactly what he's doing. You know it's kind of it's right. Kind of cool to see, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And to be honest with you, I I did not really realize that either about the yellow board. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I hadn't. The, I had really just, just those
0: few prototypes that that yeah. Mike had, and then like I we talked about on that show, <laughs> it was like this twenty minute long commercial. Everybody wanted that board in that color, mm-hmm. and it was not available until they did that. I think they've reissued Powell Classic,
1: but I think the Powell Classic was the first one, right?
0: Yeah, and they did it in that yellow. Although I think it's slightly different, like maybe the back one of the like highlight colors is different or something Hmm. like that. It's not exact. But then I think years later, when it was Powell Peralta, they did it again on yellow.
1: Yeah, I have one of the Powell Classic
0: ones. I have that too. Powell
1: Classic instead of Powell. I I ruined that board, dude.
2: (laughs) I got it. I still
1: have it, but it's just jacked to oblivion yeah.
0: Like. yeah i have i have the first 12 of the colorways of that board do you really re- yeah just because i think i bought the first couple but then they were just available Giving to me to my... for free yeah. yeah so then but then it was just like holy cow it just kept going and going i was just like i can't i don't know yeah, if there's... i need 20 20 30 of yeah. i don't know how many yeah
1: well i guess you know to uh to the you know to the that other point that was made there i think uh it seems like the the relationship between mike and paul is pretty pretty solid right now they keep putting out his boards and, and uh yeah you know yeah so it's going well
0: apparently yeah. and that will do it for the mailbag Please all right sure. that's so that's it huh it's that's good. it good to have be back digging in the mailbag because we we skipped it last time
1: dude i missed it man <laughs>
0: Yes, we love it when people write in. So we would love for you to do that. The easiest way for you to email us is to go to our website, which is thebonesbrigadeaudioshow.com. Click on our contact page and there's a real simple form. You just type in your message, hit enter and we receive it. Also, we wanted to bring some uh, other attention to some stuff. We'd love for you guys to leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. That's where um, I think the majority of people Uh, listen to our show is through the apple podcast app Mm -hmm. so if you wouldn't mind just click in the five star and if you want to get crazy you could type in a little review for us that would help us out a lot that would uh dump us into like the discovery type section so if someone's listening to a similar type podcast then we would pop up like right next to it so if you want to do that we'd be super psyched please subscribe to us on youtube uh, we're just the Bones Brigade Audio Show on YouTube. We have that merch store, which is thebonesbrigadeaudioshow.com slash store. Um, t-shirts, stickers, posters there currently. And then if you'd like to support the show um, by giving us a little tip or buying us a coffee as it's called, you can go to thebonesbrigadeaudioshow.com slash support. And that'll take you to the the fancy little button you can just click and then uh, make a tip, give us a tip. There you as, go, as they say. So that's it. That's some extra juice we wanted to throw at you at the end of this one. Thanks again to everyone we saw at SkaterCon. Thanks to Anita and Steve. Super psyched. We'll see. We'll see if we do it again. Maybe we will. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, you know, we'll do we'll some something. stuff. Yeah, we'll make some. We're, we're,
1: we're trade show ready now. We're we're yeah. event.
0: Yeah, we know what to expect how yeah. to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be good.
1: But yeah, please. Um. Yeah. Like check out the merch store. We've been kind of teasing and talking about doing these t-shirts for a while now. Oh my God. We, so long. We do finally have them and they came out awesome. And yeah. uh, so grab one, get some posters while we still got them and uh, get some stickers. We'll throw in some other little goodies, a postcard. Larry's got some, got some other stuff. He's going to toss in there.
0: Powell stickers,
1: Powell stickers, you know, his copies of his children's report cards. <laughs> Use Maybe Band-Aids. I'll get my
0: daughter. She, my daughter loves to draw. Maybe I'll have her. She draws rat bones sometimes. Maybe I'll. Uh, oh, there her, you go. Have her draw rat bones. I'll put it yes. in, in an order. Yeah, dude. Perfect. Yep.
1: But yeah, check it out. Um, The stuff came out great. It's it's not expensive. It's coming right from Larry. Uh, and will be packed with love. And uh, he's going to give it a little kiss before he sends it on its way. <laughs> but thank you all. Yeah, thanks again to Adam primarily for doing that, for doing that, letting us come out and be a part of it. And uh yeah, Steven and Anita and everybody else. You guys are awesome. Yes. Thanks for uh, you know. It's it's amazing to uh have the show uh, at all and to be at a point where we are doing stuff like that and we have, you know, kind of swag and and we've been to an event and people are cool about it and you know it's like it's kind of weird you know in in a way to have it come this far already you know what i mean i still consider us a relatively new show and it seems like we've done some cool stuff so it's it's cool i'm proud of it it's good stuff. yeah
0: yeah super awesome super yeah. psyched all right we'll be back soon with another episode but until then i'm larry i'm matt reminding you to never stop searching for chin have a great night